to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host, I'm very good friend, he's Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Married at First Sight UK Series 7, Episodes 25 and 26. But really, don't care about 25, we're going to be focusing on 26, Chris. So, where would you like to start today? <laughs> well, you say 25, Dave. The only little little pin in that episode that I actually wrote down, because all the dates were just part of the course, weren't they? They're sort of on wind down. I'm presuming by Thursday, the show's over, and then next week we've got the two sort of reunion episodes, which is going to be good, because it looked like that on the VTs at the end of episode 26. But Jonathan, yet again, absolute knobhead. No self-awareness. Poor Sophie. What is she doing? She's all in on this guy. And as this is going on, I'm like, this is the biggest mistake of your life. I I, I was questioning her parents when we saw the VT of her dad. Fucking dad is 100% right, Dave. No matter what (laughs) her background is or anything, everything her dad is questioning is correct about this, Jonathan. I don't like him. His comments, the way he approaches it. And then when he gets tackled now, he's going into the... I'm only joking. You don't understand. No, mate, you're a fucking bellend. Oh, I fucking hate that passive aggressive shit where someone says something utterly shitty that is no, nowhere near being funny. And then it's just like, well, it's just a joke, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's not a joke. You actually mean it, but you're trying to gaslight the other person now into thinking that, oh, am I crazy? Am I overreacting? No, you gaslighting fucker. He is just a massive fucking bellend. And I, I have to say, Chris, the, uh, this is the biggest gaggle of bellends that I think we've seen on any show. Some of the blokes in here are just oh. fucking horrendous. And Jonathan yeah. is right up there with all of them. Yeah, I agree, Dave. And I think the only other pin on that with Jonathan and that is we, we got Matt telling us he'd had a tattoo of Whitney. And actually, it just says appreciate you, which would, could mean anything he's not silly enough to get his name written on his body dave so uh, yeah it's what they both say to each other i'm not fucking bothered one bit in them two at all and we'll get on to that about episode 26 because i am sick to death of them two dave i really am yeah just a couple of dislikable gits <laughs> yeah <laughs> just don't care i think that's one of the reasons i found 25 real a real struggle and I just felt the amount of airtime that they got, I'm just not bothered at all. And just, and they're playing up to the camera. I, I just don't buy any of it. I believe that, you know, they're trying to stick it in everyone else's faces, you know, and just rub it in that, oh, look how great we are. But they're both just fucking horrible, nasty, toxic fuckers who have just got no time for. Exactly. I'm with you. I'm with you, Dave. So that was episode 25, everybody. Let's go to the main event. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I will submit episode 26. You've got like Thomas, uh, just Thomas, you've got um, not Thomas and Adrian, but I want to talk about George and April. You've got Matt and Whitney, and then you've also got Jonathan and Sophie. The three P, three couples I've got issues with in this episode, especially. And they're all talking about Thomas and Adrian, aren't they, Dave? Conveniently. So straight away, this was, I knew we were going down the route of the Keisha and Kwame episode. You know where all of a sudden they had this dialogue of, of like talking about their relationship and you're like, oh, mm. hang on a minute. 
they're obviously going to go or something's going to happen. So I know we're not going to clash on this, but I know I've got a little bit of a different opinion. I, I think that all of them, them couples I've mentioned, bar Sophie, I can't stand any of them. You know, I mean, April's not really done a lot. However, she doesn't pull George in. She, she, she supported Whitney, which I don't agree with at all, and not basically laughed when it all happened with Gemma and that, and I just don't agree with that. So, so in fact, yeah, I, I'm slightly backtracking. She's just being mean, basically. Yeah. She's being mean, so I take that back. So we get this dialogue, and you're like, okay, here you go. All the couples come in, and we get like, I think it's April and George are in there. Then we get Shanita and Jordan, and they're all like chatting away, and everything's fine. And you get this little bit of dialogue build up, like, oh, it's always changes when somebody comes in. Now, Thomas has got away with a lot of shit this this series for me, Dave. A lot of shit. There's times where I've really liked him, and I felt like he wears his heart on his sleeve. He's, a, he's obviously a, a coping mechanism from when he's been bullied as a kid. Uh, you know, he's been hurt in relationships. These all different things. But some of the stuff is unforgivable that like he said to people. It really is. And, and none of the people I'm going to mention, I'm not bothered about what he says. But I just think when, he, you know, with Thomas, he's just going to kick off it. Adrian's like, let's have a great evening. And Thomas is like, well, <laughs> well, let's see how it plays out. And you're thinking, oh, fuck me. A great contestant without a doubt. But I, 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 I'm sort of 50-50 with Thomas. There's, there's times where I feel really sorry for him. There's times I'm just like, he, he's getting away with that and he shouldn't be getting away with it because nobody else would get away with that sort but of dialogue. What, in the dinner party, right, what are you specifically talking about there? Because I, I, I think when he went at Sophie, you could say, You're right, wrong. That was, yeah. that was over the line. That's too much. For this dinner party, he went in, you know he's going to kick off. Matt, equally, also going to kick off. George, yeah. equally, He's going there to kick off. Yes. So why are you singling Thomas out? So what, what I'm saying is, I'm not singling Thomas out in that respect. What I think is when Jonathan had a go at him, one thing Thomas doesn't like is anybody talking about his relationship. Hence why he kicks off at Sophie and she didn't do anything wrong. She was just offering an opinion. He offers an opinion on everybody, whether they like it or not. Mm. And it's made for great TV. It's made great fun and some of it's been funny and when we've laughed along with him, some of it's been way over the line, which I think it has. Now, if it had been anyone else but Jonathan, if it had been Jordan or it had been one of the people like Jenna or Zoe who'd actually sort of um, commented well, what, like that. What did he say back? I, I he, said, you, he said to him, you can't, take you can't take any sort of constructive criticism or any feedback in your relationship, you basically, which I agree with that. However, Jonathan's an utter wanker. So he had no credence or I think his words were correct, but it was coming out of the mouth of someone who I have no fucking respect to. Cause I think he's a bell. No, no, that's all right. I'm getting confused now. That's what Jonathan said. Yeah. I'm saying, what did Thomas say where you think he's, he's gone over the line in, in tonight's dinner date? Uh, oh, dinner no, day, no dinner. I don't think he has in this, in this dinner date. I don't think, I think Isn't he... Isn't that what we're talking about? I, I'm, no, what, no, what I'm talking about. You're confusing me, man. No, no, no. <laughs> what I'm talking about is, I think Jonathan's point initially was correct, that he was saying that Thomas, because that was it, sorry. Someone said something about their relationship, and then Thomas went. And now it was from one of the horrible people who we're going to talk about, who were absolute wankers. But the words Jonathan was saying, I agree with that Thomas, as soon as someone has, has tried to offer some advice or give them some feedback, 
he just goes, he just goes completely, goes off the rocker. What my other side to that argument is, is it's fucking Jonathan saying them words. And I was like, I feel dirty because you're a dick. You know, I've only watched it the once, obviously. I'd need to go back and watch it again. I thought Thomas tonight was incredibly reserved compared to what we've seen in the past. Now, what you're talking about is when Jonathan said about you can't take criticism, yada, 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 was in response yeah. to Thomas saying, you know, Jenna, Zoe, your relationship is brilliant. <laughs> you know, in fact, before that, he said that I'm not going to criticize anyone for being fake or something like that. But Jenna and Zoe, you know, great relationship and everything. Jordan and Shanita, you know, we'd all want what you have and, you know, praising these two couples. And that was it. And that spurs Jonathan into going on about how, you know, Thomas's interference with their relationship has caused, you know, friction in the relationship, which I don't agree with that because I think you made your own shitty comments, you know, so deal with them. But I think Jonathan feels, you know, victimized himself that, well, because if Thomas didn't say that, well, Sophie wouldn't even be thinking those things. I could say those shitty things about people with horse legs and whatever. I'm just telling Sophie for her own good, you know, and she'd have just been quiet and agreed with me if Thomas hadn't called it out. So, I, and even from that, I don't get, you might be agreeing with his point from previous dinner parties and stuff. And, and from what we've seen throughout the season, we have seen Thomas fly off the handle and go over the line numerous times. I'm just genuinely trying to understand where, what specifically from tonight's dinner party you're talking about. Oh, well, maybe it's not the correct point that I'm making. However, <laughs> the words, the words are correct. you agree correct. with the douchebag? Is what no, no, saying. no, I don't agree. No, I agree. That Thomas, that Thomas has flew off the handle throughout the whole process at pretty much most of the contestants, right? Some of it's warranted. I back him 100%. I said that. But he will not take any criticism of the relationship, even when Asia tried to calm him down. Tonight, this is where I, yeah, okay, so fair enough. So, so tonight, I'll concede there slightly. I'm just sort of talking about an overall observation of him throughout the show. Tonight, let's get back to that then. Let's, let's talk about that. Well, I, I, so, yeah, the other thing I'd say is, you know, going off their social medias, you know, Thomas has come out and said, you know, the thing with Sophie, he'd apologize fully for that. He'd also said he spotted lots of things that he's got to work on himself. I haven't seen that from any of the other douchebags. As far as they're concerned, they're all right. They don't need to change anything. That's true. And what I was also going to say is I think them three or them three couples had an agenda from the get-go. We got that dialogue. Yeah, they were reared up. And I think that was uh, bullying, if I'm being honest, Dave, because George getting up, shouting across the room, wanker. Jonathan just kept carrying it on. And then fucking Matt, Dave, I've said this before about certain contestants, he's a simmering fucking uh, kettle ready to pop off that lad. He's, you can see the real Matt there. In any other situation with Adrian... That would not have gone the way it went, Dave, on the show. It's absolute fucking nonsense. And Whitney, being a bitch, as always, she gives as good as she gets. And when Adrian said, we had a chat, oh, well, maybe twice. I'm like, how are you expecting him to react to that? How are you expecting him to, to have so a... She's so dismissive, oh, isn't she? And she's unbelievable. So, 
condescending is probably the word I'd choose to use. You know, just everything and that stupid fucking baby voice she's got. <laughs> it just does my head in. But, I mean, it's all building up and building up. You're right about Matt. I mean, fucking hell, he, he should go off and draw some more fucking pictures on his face with a crayon. It's fucking ridiculous, right? Who do you think you're talking to? You know? A fucking douchebag sat right there is who he's talking to. So you're right. He would completely fly off the handle if the cameras weren't there. But all of them, right, George, uh, Matt, Jonathan, although I'll give him half a pass, I think certainly with George and Matt, they just fucking think they're better than everyone. Yeah. That's the fucking annoying thing about it. And I don't know what was going on with George's eyes. <laughs> was he on cocaine or something? They were fucking out on stalks, weren't they? And he was just raring to go. But the way he speaks, it's like it's like he's a fucking teacher trying to get control of a class of eight-year-olds or something. Yeah, I agree. It was nonsense. I mean, it was disgraceful, David, from being honest. And what annoys me as well, the fucking experts again, they're not calling them out. They're not like interjecting no. or anything. They're just going, oh, it's getting a bit hostile. What? Three fucking men literally standing up and threatening one other man, really. And mm. you're happy with that. And you're allowing basically people being mean to each other in the fucking, in the actual show again. Honestly, it fucking annoys me because they're just so blase about it, aren't they? It's like, oh, don't worry. Oh, what? Have they got Thomas? Oh, oh, they're not. These are, these are dividing oh, the cramp. Just, oh, bullshit. Just look how great Matt and Whitney are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. And then poor Sophie, I said it didn't when we watched it. I said, it's like she's the fucking stormtrooper and she wants to go over to the fucking Jedi, but she can't and she's stuck and she don't know how to. She's Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, you know, Luke's trying to wrestle for her soul. It's <laughs> yeah. like, look, do you realise you're with utter toxic douchebags there? Yeah, it's so <laughs> funny. It's so funny. But it is, I just thought it was disgusting. And, and you know, even like Zoe and Jenna and stuff like that, because what made me laugh there, what really got my fucking goat up, right? So just on the tip of it kicking off is you had Shanita and Jordan, Adrian and, and uh, Thomas, and then you had Zoe and Jenna, and they did like mm. a group hug, didn't they? Because that's the split in the room, basically. They did a group hug, mm. and Sophie's sort of in no man's land at the moment. She, they've got six on one side, five on another, and Sophie's in the middle, really, because I think she's just such a nice person. And they're all clapping, and they're all like jumping up and down. Matt, Jonathan, George, all of them went it all pulled a face. They were all laughing. They were all yeah, fucking yeah, dingy. Fucking April, yes, they go. April turns around and says, Don't what are you laughing at? Don't laugh. But it's like, well, you were fucking laughing a minute ago, you hypocrite. Mm. Don't don't try and drop like uh, Adrian down or Thomas down or whoever when you were doing the same thing with your little mate, your little mean mate there, Whitney. So Oh, Dave, it was great TV, but I was fucking <laughs> Sounds like we were hating it, we? but fucking hell, it was gripping. It was great. And that fucking divide, I don't know if I've seen or even on maths where you get these divides, never such a clean split down the middle. Yeah. But, I mean, it really is. The Star Wars analogy is a good one, isn't it? Because it, it is... The fucking Empire versus the Rebel Alliance. You yeah. know? It's like, there isn't, I mean, there must be. And, and actually, you can see on some of the Twitter comments, there are people like, oh, Matt and Whitney, Ali, you look so great together. And fuck off. 
They're fucking douchebags, a lot of them, down that end of the table. Bar Sophie. Yeah. <laughs> um, bar Anakin Skywalker, who, who we hope is going to turn to the light side at some point. But, um, you know, I, I just think, I, I, I don't know. They, they, what is it? Birds of a feather flock together. Oh. I am sure I can find something to rhyme with blunt. <laughs> yeah, well, I actually wrote that in my, no- my, my notes about Matt and that, because... I'm saying that, what I said before about Thomas, right, I stick by. However, Matt's very similar to Thomas. Shanita asked him a question. Yeah, there is a little bit behind it. She's saying to him, do you think, you know, if you, do you not feel guilty? And he's like, no, no, no. Well, I, I sort of yeah. feel guilty. But as soon as she asks that question, he goes all condescending. He's on the back foot. He, he, he's just, and what makes me like, Dave, I've got to say, right, that fucking fake laugh when they were all talking before it came, he went, ho, 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 mm. like his father Christmas or something. I'm like, what is going on here? It's so fake and false. Like, they, look, it's wrong. And when he kicked off, I've got to say Thomas again. Now, you know what I said about Thomas there, but some of his one-liners, he went, yeah, fucking G.I. joke. I was fucking crying. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get into some of the other one-liners, because fucking hell, there are some good ones. I mean, again, I, I thought Thomas was less intense than we've seen him before. And I think part of that is to do with, you know, he's just he's just closed the door. He doesn't want anything to do with those people. So, again, I think it, it was them prompting him you know, to get engaged in some kind of fucking back and forth or whatever, when he praised the two couples and Jonathan's having a go and then everyone else sort of jumps in, it's like, well, why do you even care? Are you looking for validation from Thomas? Do you feel let down that he's not said, oh, you're a great couple or something? Why do you care? So for me, the door was closed on them. But then you can see... Well, you could see it coming, couldn't you? That, uh, you know, Thomas and Adrian, they had to have this talk. You know, it's been brilliant to see them get on and you can see they're going to be friends for life. But I'm also, I'm kind of glad they had this talk that they're just on different pages when it comes to intimacy and stuff. But I mean, Christ, that was an emotional kind of moment, I thought. Yeah, I agree with that, Dave. And I think it was something maybe in the last episode and, and Adrian was very emotional and, and I think that's obviously where Adrian come from. I think he just thought it's a love. I think he just thought, fuck it. I'm going to go for it and tell him what I really think. You know, yeah. so, <laughs> you know, you know I mean, it didn't remind me of it, but it made me think. So when we do our VHS Strikes Back podcast, quite often, Chris, you'll utter the lines, something along the lines of, this is fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> and people are like calibrated to that so if we're watching something that everyone knows is not that good they know you're going to lay into it but people have sort of written in haven't they and said and highlighted if i say something like that (laughs) yeah people are like fucking hell this this must be shit you know yeah that's true that's true (laughs) and it's like because we've seen thomas go off so much i felt like when adrian did it it had so much power behind it. And I can't remember what were what were his lines, the GI joke thing. Fucking uh your fucking nineteen nineties and it fuck off with your nineteen nineties energy. And it was just fantastic the way he was just having a good old fucking rant there. Because obviously, you know, emotions were swimming around. I don't think 
he particularly felt like it was the end with Thomas, but you know, he's kind of appreciated it, but you just saw this outpouring of emotion, didn't you? And I, I just thought it was so, it was so satisfying. I think. <laughs> I'm trying to get over the fact that I'm Thomas and you're aging, you fucker. I'm, I'm fucking the Thomas of the relationship. <laughs> the fucking, I'm going off the handle all the time. But, <laughs> I get it. I think it was so yeah, good because he, yeah. we've never seen him like that. And as Hannah said on our Patreon, she said, when Adrian sort of put Matt in his place and said, I certainly won't take it from someone who didn't give their marriage one day. I was just fucking punching the air. I was like, get in, Adrian. Fucking tell him. Because he put nothing into that whatsoever. Yeah. Not that he gives a shit. Not that he gives a flying fuck. And him and Whitney can fuck off into the sunset because they deserve each other. But brilliant from Adrian. And again, I, I like the fact that he called out. He has, you know, tried to to be there for other people. He tried to be there for George. He'd been there. You know, he'd had two conversations, as we said before, with Whitney. But then, you know, when he got up off the table, he's just like, fuck off, Whitney. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was just like, true. get in, Adrian. Fucking you tell her. You, had hey, you know what? You know what, Dave? It's a good. You know what? It's a very good, um, a very good analogy. It's like that thing in it, in, in, like with your parents. You've always got one uh, who is the one where you're like, "Holy shit, I'm in trouble." In my house, it was my old man. Like my mum, you know, she'd have a go at us and tell us off. But she, and you know, you, you were like, "All right, yeah, we'll do it again." But you knew if you were them footsteps up the stairs, you fucked. You know what I mean? It's like, oh shit, someone. You know, you you know you're in trouble, don't you? You know what I mean? Like you. You're not getting out of this unless you're fucking back of your head's had a fucking dig or something. So, yeah, I, I agree with that. It, it carries so much weight. And uh, I think even in the podcast, you're right as well, unfortunately. So, <laughs> <laughs> But also, you know, I, I just like the fact, I, I liked after Adrian and Thomas had had that, you know, uh, talk and everything, it could have gone the other way. From the previews and everything we thought it, it looked like maybe adrian had had enough with thomas you know and yeah. he's just like oh fuck off they, they intentionally kept it vague you know who he was telling to fuck off and so i just like the way they were they sort of did that amicable split and like you say that's when the the whole group hug thing was happening and then you've got the cunts at the end of the table sneering and laughing like little fucking school bullies yeah that's true, it's true. And, I, and like I said before, Dave, I don't think with the comments about Jonathan that, but they were they went there with an agenda. They went to just lay it on the line. I think maybe they thought this was the last chance saloon and they had an idea that they were going to leave. So they were like, fuck it, let's go. Because I think, you know what, David, Matt and Jonathan are just a fucking pair of idiots, right? But George is really pissing me off as well. Like he, he like you said about being a school teacher, it's like, who the fuck does he think he is? Like, it's like, what What are you going for? And he just had this date with April. And even April was trying to say to him, George, it doesn't matter. It mm. doesn't matter. What are you getting involved? You're not going to see this man again. Why are you bothered? And he, and, and he, that's what gets me, Dave. I mean, we all have our temper. And we all have it where it's like, no, I'm not having it. If you feel like you've been done unjust, you, you stick to your guns, don't you? Anything. But in that context, he was never going to win. But no, he's such a fucking weird character. What was all that shit about trust as well? Forget oh, yeah, Thomas yeah. and Adrian for yeah. Again, it just 
fucking gaslighting. Like, do you trust me? Yes is the fucking answer. You know, and anything else is bullshit. You, you're trying to manipulate there. And I don't believe, Chris, I don't believe this shit about, oh, we all know, you know, what's happened to you in the past and whatever. Unreliable narrator. I said it a few weeks ago, but I was speculating. And I just, from everything I've seen since, no, I'm not having it. His version of the truth is not what lines up with what we see. Yeah. And I just thought that whole reaction to the whole trust thing was just validation of that. Yeah. And she, and, and she's, I mean, it makes it even worse because she's saying, oh, this is the best place we've been in. You know, and I'm like, oh my think, God. Think about it. It's a great manipulation tactic. If you want to be a gaslighting prick, right? The place you want your other half to be in is where they're, they're doing everything, right, to gain your trust, and it's still fucking not enough. And April is like, you know, I'll always be trying, I'll be trying. She's aspiring to be this fucking mythical thing that is in George's head. I, I think it is, it is gold standard. It is the Olympic-level gaslighting, Chris. Unbelievable, Dave. Unbelievable. And obviously, we've got like the, the, the sort of the commitment thing. I mean, do you think predictions then? Because I think we're going into the proper commitment ceremonies now. Who do you think is going to stay together at the couples? Oh, crikey. Um, well, Adrian and Thomas, obviously not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zoe and Jenna, yes. Jordan and Shanita, yes. I'm sure in the next few episodes, we'll have the old. You know, the, oh, should we, should we not, you know, um, thing. Now, if we go to the C next Tuesday, end of the table, Matt and Whitney, yes, of course they will. They'll be like, oh, my God, I'm in love forever and blah, blah, blah. I don't really care. But, yes, they'll stay together. Still don't think, you know, they should have been in the experiment in the first place. Well done, experts. You did a shit job. Someone just got together and you let them stay in. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, proves absolutely nothing about your scientific methods. Um, <laughs> fucking useless. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> it's the scientific nature that they keep going on about. It's like science. What? They just fucking, fucking got together. Science. And fucking Matt is laughing at you. He's laughing yeah. at the other couples. He's laughing at your scientific method. <laughs> and we're all <laughs> questioning it. And certainly the fucking kissing the arse of them both about how great they look together. Um, so yeah, but yeah, they'll stay together. Jonathan and Sophie, you know what? Every time Sophie starts to go down a path and I think, ah, the, the penny's dropped here. She's realized, you know, that they're just not right. And Jonathan doesn't really care. I don't think he's that bothered. He's not really said anything that's like, you know, I'm so into you or, or anything like that. Uh, and, and, you know, she'll call him out on his shitty behavior, but they get over it pretty quickly. I just think they might end up staying together. I hope I'm wrong there. I hope she wakes up um, and sees it for what it is. Who am I missing? George in April? Oh, my word. Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably for the show. Yeah. But not not longer term. Right. Well, thank you for that, Dave. Um, I'll start with George in April until you just finish with them. I think the same as you. I think, yeah, 
they'll commit to each other. I think they're in a good place, whatever we think currently in the show, but long-term, not a chance. I would go out on a limit, and obviously with the accuracy of the radar, Dave, the reality radar, um, <laughs> I think the longest couple to be together, just out of spite, because he seems like that type of person, it, and I think she is, is Matt and Whitney. I think they'll be together the longest. I think we're going to get a bit of a shock. I think Jordan and Shanita are not going to commit. I really, do. And I also think Jenna and Zoe won't. So I, I don't think that's going to work because there's been a lot of dialogue about the travelling and moving and everything, and we've both got our own houses and all this. I don't think that's going to work either. So I actually think, Dave, that all the shit houses are going to be together longer than the, the ones I actually like. And, yeah, that's my prediction anyway. I think we're going to get a few shocks at this bit in this show, which I think they, they usually have them anyway, don't they? So let's let's see. But I'm sort of hoping Sophie does a full Anakin and, you know, sees the light or, you know, any of the other characters in Star Wars who see the light, Dave. I really, really hope that Jonathan gets shit on from a big height and I just don't think he's going to. Do you think it's going to be like an Emperor moment where Darth Vader finally sees, you know, the the light side and chucks the Emperor down the, down the well? <laughs> 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 Sophie's going to be there at the altar and she's going to be, you know, no, fuck this. No. <laughs> oh, my God. I, th- that's the only couple that I think is a bit of a wild card. I, I just can't really predict how that's going to go. Um, but I, I don't see the other couple swaying at all. Mm. Or maybe, you know, maybe George again. Maybe this is the final play of his Olympic-level gaslighting where he sort of says... No, I'm afraid I just can't do this or whatever, and it's all for the cameras and whatever. And so he makes April go even further than she has been trying before. Maybe that sort of thing could happen as well. Yeah, it's not a good look either way, is it, Dave? Let's be honest. Just but a, a lot of people look at it and go, "Oh, he's been so hurt in the past, Chris. Yeah. Oh my God, this poor man. He's been so hurt in the past." <laughs> Bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so, Dave, a bit of news, actually, before we get into our uh, socials and the Roll Call of Honor, but literally just announced at this very moment, Maya Jammer is now the official uh, host of Love Island, Dave, literally as we're recording. So I'm happy with that because I do like Maya Jammer, so that's uh, good stuff, but we'll see. We'll see. Very good, Uh, very good. mm. Not so, you, then. No, so unfortunately, <laughs> my calendars clashed with Love Island presenting at that time, Dave, because in January, obviously, I'm on a health kick usually, so I just wouldn't be able to dedicate <laughs> myself. And and don't forget, though, they need a presenter for the middle-aged Love Island, Dave. Just saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm getting back in shape. You know, it's been 10 days now. The comeback's on. Let's hope that by Christmas I'm back in full operational order and I'll get back in front of the camera, Dave. Not that I've ever been in front of the camera, but I'll get back in front of the camera at some point. Let's see. I can do the strut. I've got the hips. I can do the strut. I'm doing it now, even though you can't see me. But anyway, if you want to email us, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast, please go over to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast, and uh, join over there, guys. Big thanks to Charlene, as always. Thank you. So good of you running that, Charlene. We do both do appreciate it. 
Uh, and now for, if you want to support us a bit more, get over to patreon.com forward slash CD reality cast. So the roll call of honor for today is Ken Kostarsen, Lucky Lula Green, Lauren Hennessy, Susan Priscilla, Hannah Didi, Katie Libby, Joanna, Amy, Jacqueline, Brianna, Helen, Keith, Michelle, Gillian, Zoe, Kristen, Maggie, Annabeth, Kate, Megan, and Cassie. So thank you so much, guys, for all your support. Everyone who supported us past and present, we really, really appreciate it. So really good stuff. And yeah, Dave, we, I'm just having a little note as well, guys. Obviously, last week we pretty much did a, an episode every day, but we, you know, there was nothing went on in episode 25 for us, warrant us jumping on. So we thought we'll just had to jump on after episode 26 tonight. And that's where we are. So if Summit kicks off again in episode 27, you're probably going to see us tomorrow, but we'll see. <laughs> very good. Very good, mate. It was good to kind of unpack because by God, that was an intense episode. And uh, just all the things that we love about maths. But thank you very much, sir, for dissecting that with me. Thanks to everyone out there for listening. And we'll speak to you next time. Bye.